following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Central Time. That can mean only one thing. We are taking over the airwaves here at the Star in Frisco. It's a cloudy 52 degrees. We got to look live in right there at the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. It's uh, there's not a lot happening. there's some replays of some games, but that's about it. So it's a it's a very uneventful day here at the Star, fellas. You're looking good, Kurt. You got the uh, yes, black sir. pullover on today with the with the blue star. Got my Cowboys gear on. I like it. I like star. it. Uh, Jess, what what logo is that? Is that a UK logo you have on your shirt? Is that- nah, brother. <laughs> this is this is my school, man. Kingdom Collegiate Academy, man. If you're looking for a good quality Christian education, man, come on down there and see us, baby. Okay. All right. And then Let's Nate, go. Nate, what are you covering Let's up? Go. What are you holding on to there? Because I, I, I know I'm going to get a memo saying we don't wear other people's uh, emblems on our shirt for a sponsor. <laughs> this is not a sponsor. But I'm traveling, man. I'm in Florida, man. So I just threw on my shirt this morning. Oh, I'm traveling, Florida. brother. You're in Florida. Did you go see some family? What, friends? What's going on in Florida? Yeah, yeah. this girl, her man, uh, I knew her and her husband all through college, man. And uh, and uh, they just great friends of the family, man. I love them. They Tracy and Marcus, man. And uh I was going to, uh, well, tomorrow I'll be going to North Carolina, South Carolina, you know, hanging up up there, man. Just, just, just you know, man, just getting out, man. I'm trying to stay close and to Dallas, did, man. And but, you didn't even you invite know, Jesse. You didn't stay even close to Dallas. Dallas. You You're not very close. 17 hours away. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all said we was going to travel. It's something that I'm not going to let us be liars. We didn't so even get try. the invite. You told us you were going to invite us. We were going to go to Jesse's old stomping grounds. We were going to go up to Jersey and get his storage unit taken care of. Okay, and- next week. Next week. Okay, next Thursday. Let's, let's go. After the show, next Thursday. Let's go. Y'all ready? I'm, I'm ready. serious. Y'all I ready? To, I have to get my calendar in order. Yeah. Oh. Beam said he's got to check with the wife. All of us aren't as free as you were just to go, you know, up and go and hit the road. We got we got to make plans and put things in place, man. We just can't up and go. I would love to, I would love to be able to do that, but you know, mm. the, the off season for me is a little bit different than it was when I was playing. Quickly, I'm asking, what is the new gener? What because you have millennials and they call the new generation what? Gen Z, Gen Xers. No, they call this new generation like something like progressive or something. Oh, or whatever they call them. But I got the new generation mindset. It'll be here tomorrow. I'm gone. Have a good one. That's how they look at life. It'll be here tomorrow. I'm gone. Uh, fellas, all right, let's talk a little Cowboys football. Where do you want to start, Kurt? Start us off. Start us off, oh. Kurt. Just me, like last time you had me end the show. Are you gonna? And now I'm starting the show. What are you doing, man? This is, I'm know, doing as little as book. possible. I am grooming <laughs> you for whenever I go to Mexico for good. Take the baby, take the wife, and don't no, come back. No. So yes, start. no, you got to come back. Yeah, wow. can't do this without you, man. M- Mama Gross, I have a fit. Oh, that's true. That, that's this true. is true. This is true. Kurt, just point yeah. us in a direction and we'll go. <laughs> just pick a topic. 
Well, you know, we're still getting a lot of talk about Dan Quinn and what he's going to do. And the, the Dallas Morning News had a pretty good article kind of breaking down his defense. And it sounds like they're going back to kind of what they did do. I think you had mentioned it last week, Jesse, in the cover three kind of base defense. But they were criticized before. Marinelli and uh, Richard got a lot of criticism for being too vanilla. And now that's what we're asking them to do. I mean, do you see this working? Are we heading in the right direction here? Okay, Jesse, I'm going to go first because I knew I can see you taking a deep breath and getting ready to roll. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the reason this will work, because Dan Quinn, even though he had a lot of great back-end players with the uh, with the, the, his previous team where he had success with Seattle, and uh, he's a defensive line coach. He understands and he's bought in in his mind that if I can get these defensive linemen to play in the correct gaps and and stop the run and earn the right to rush the passers that I can stay simple and do a few a few wrinkles here and there to, on my back end and let guys grow. What you cannot do, and Dan Quinn, I think, is a great defensive mind. And I think it's a, for the first time in a long time, we address an issue where a lot of people are not talking about. He started and cut his teeth with defensive linemen. He understands the importance of that. And so now he's going to be looking at these guys more than anybody. And the guy that he brought in, the pass coordinator, he's going to be like, I'm going to be looking at you to really help these guys understand what we want. But up front, if they fix up front, we won't talk about the DBs as much as we are now. That's just my take on it. Jesse, go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> here is where it starts. Here is the Genesis, and here it was the Genesis and, 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 and Revelation, the Alpha, the Omega. Here's where it starts, and here's where it finishes. Dan Quinn will only be successful, and I do mean this is the only way he will be successful, is if the Joneses fully commit to giving him the resources that he needs. Not, 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 not cutting corners, not, not the great value, uh, you know, not, not off the scrap heap, not trying to go down to your local Home Depot. If Dan Quinn and this defense is going to succeed, and, I, and, I, and, I, and again, I'm, I'm not looking for the number one defense in the league. I'm looking for a defense that's around 10 to 14 to 15. I think if you give a defense that can give you that, and they can have the late surge of uh, producing turnovers like they did late in the year, earlier in the year, and consistently throughout the year, you have a very good, this team is going to score points. It has always been built to score points. It has the pieces to score points. It is going to score points. And I, honestly, I don't give a damn who's calling the plays. Now, that when I say I don't give a damn who's calling the plays, I only mean that in the sense of whether it's Kellen, whether it's Mike, whether it's Nussmeyer, whether it's Nate Newton. This offense is built to score points. If you're not going to give Dan Quinn all of the resources that he needs, you'll find yourself trying to piece together a defense again. And we'll find ourselves against the better teams in our division and on our schedule beating us in close games because we don't have the personnel to stop anybody. 
To Nate's point, Dan Quinn is a defensive lineman coach at heart. That's where he got his start at. That's where he knows best at. So he's going to try to build it from the front back. He knows that if I can get my guys up front and not allow teams to completely dominate us and do whatever they want to us, whether that be running or passing, and, and, and quarterbacks have an extremely amount of time in the pocket because this is a quarterback league. Every quarterback that we're going to face, I shouldn't say every, 90, 85 to 90% of the quarterbacks that we're going to face are going to be able to throw the football well. And if we're not creating pressure, if we're not making them uncomfortable with our front four, not adding extra pieces. That, that when, you have, when you add, that's bonus. If I can get pressure with my front four, then I can manipulate the back end. I can do things to disguise, to be discreet, to do all those different things. But it starts and it ends. Genesis to Revelations, Alpha and Omega. With Jerry, Steven, Little Jerry, all Charlotte. Will McClay. <laughs> Will McClay. It starts there. They have to give him the resources. This football team, and I talked with someone this past weekend who was very close inside the locker room. This football team was too small defensively. Hmm. It was too small defensively up front. It was too small in the middle. And so that's why it got pushed around. It got big boyed. It got little broed. It got bullied. And until you address those and seriously address those, I'm not looking for no more Dontario pose. You got to get some legit it's players Don in here. Don it's Terry. Don Terry. <laughs> it's Dontario until he plays well. Until you get some legit players in here, and I don't know what you, I, I, I'm not smart enough. I'll never claim to be smart enough. I can just add and count my own money. But until you get it, until you commit serious dollars to good players, you're going to handicap Dan Quinn. And we'll be having the same discussion. Kurt, bookmark this. We'll be having the same discussion in November and December and saying, well, who do we blame this one on now? Because we didn't been through, we didn't been through a plethora of defensive coordinators. And none of them have seemed to get it right or be able to have a dominant defense. And the main reason being is not scheme, not this, not that, who's calling what. It's the Jimmys and Joe that they're putting on the field. They're, they're, they're putting guys out there and they're trying to sprinkle this magic dust and hoping they turn into pro bowlers and it just ain't happening. And you get exposed a great deal in this league when you just put a bunch of guys out there who aren't truly football players. So. I was looking at the, uh, I was looking at SpotTrack, the, the site website that kind of tracks uh, salary cap and that sort of thing, and I found it interesting. As far as the team's ranking and percentage spent on defense, so on the salary cap, how much of the that percentage goes to defense? Of the four remaining playoff teams, Tampa Bay ranks 13th in the league on percentage spent on defense. Buffalo ranks 12th. Green Bay ranks 11th, and Kansas City ranks 7th, actually. Cowboys, they rank 31st. And so I wonder... And that's why... Who's below them? And that's why... That, you know what, man? I, I don't even want to say nothing because what bothers me is every year, I keep saying every year, 
Soon as I say we going sixteen and zero, the next thing I say is, man, we need to get a defense. <laughs> we need to get a defense. Every year I, I am screaming, Jesse, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, because now all of your mad twitters will start following you, saying, okay, Jesse said it, it must be the truth. Nate been saying it for eight years, and ain't nobody listening, including the Joneses and Will Smith. So based so off, who do you got on that defensive? Go ahead, Shannon. I was going to say, based off that, you guys are both saying a defensive lineman, defensive tackle is going to be more important than finding a safety again this year. Correct? Let, let, you know, let me be a little bit <laughs> – I, I laugh because, you know, I, I get a little passionate sometimes, and, and I say I'm not going to do that this offseason. Would you rather for – a defensive lineman that can tackle a guy for a two-yard game, or are you rather for a safety that's tackling a guy for a six-yard game? Mm, that's a great point. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean because that is what Jesse explained to us two, 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 uh, two weeks ago when he said, look at these guys, this, or this certain guy tackle. He's five yards off the ball. The running back is eight yards off the ball. But how is this guy getting across the line of scrimmage and you tackling him for a four or five-yard game? All you got to do is run the ball three times and you got a first down. Mm -hmm. If you don't ever fix this front end, I mean seriously fix it, where you holding people around 105, 110 yards, no more per rush in the game, and that's as that's counting your quarterback runs too, you're going to always be – I mean, we was giving up at one point, what, 170 yards a game rushing? Yeah. Your safety don't know what to do. Am I a linebacker? Or am I a safety back here in the deep one-third? I mean, it was, it was bad there for a minute, fellas. Y'all know that. Well, who do you got on the defensive line right now that you can work with? You got Demarcus Lawrence, but after that, I mean, Randy well, Gregory showed signs as a pass rusher, but he's not. He doesn't seem to be an every down defensive the, end. I mean, who else you got? The thing is, that's why I, I, I believe wholeheartedly. I don't. I, if I'm Mr. Jones and Will them and all, I don't care what the rest of the league do. I have to have my defensive lineman out there on the field where the coaches can see them doing something, because. We, we got Tristan Hill, we got uh, Naval, Naval Gallimore, and we got uh, and Antoine Woods. Those are three guys. You got to find out if these guys are worthy of being on your team. Are they rotation players? As Jesse said, are they going to be pieces that can help your team? Or are, are they going to be the guys? I know if Antoine Woods played 30 or less plays, he can be dominant as a run stopper. But like Jesse said, and I've always tried to tell people, when you say 31, 32, 33, you get 35 plays, you don't max this guy out. He's mm -hmm. five foot uh, 11, 300 pounds. That ain't going to work. His arms are not longer than mine. So after about 35 plays, he threw. I mean, whether he, and I know people may get mad at me, but he threw. It doesn't look like a quick fix, fellas. It, I, I, 
it, it, Jesse said it. If you if, if we're gonna if we as media is gonna be like, okay, I see what the Jones is saying. They ain't got no money. They can't spend no money. Uh, and the draft is totally against us. But see, I, I, I never totally I, I never believed that. Like I never believed that the Joneses don't have any money. I'm not talking about personally. I'm talking about even within the realms of the cap. They go and they design these deals, right? Todd Williams and crew, Todd knows the numbers. Todd yeah. knows how you can hit switches and turn things in the bonuses and turn things. Like there's money, Jerry, when Nate, you've been around this organ you've been around this organization since the 90s. Yeah. Shannon, you've been a part of the organization for what, 17 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, since Kurt, 80s, how many 83. how many years Curl, how many years have you gotten to this? Over 10? Uh yeah. Yeah. You got over 10. I got over 10. We're, we're all... T Chris Bean got 20. We're, we're all 10 plus years of being part of this organization. Name me one time. Name me a time where Jerry or Steven or somebody, they wanted a player that they did not get because of money. Don't worry, we have a whole hour. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't name one. You cannot name one. Because they find a way. Jerry finds a way. He knows how to move pieces and things to get what he wants. That's the key. What he wants. Want. What he wants. What sells tickets. What puts butts in the seats. See, the big sexies, in, in the, the big sexies up front, they don't put butts in the seats. They don't sell many jerseys. You can't put them on ticket stubs. You don't make the big posters for them outside. You're not doing car commercials. They're not Pepsi or they're not Ford, right? Because they're not sexy. They're not sexy. They don't, they don't look like me, okay? They're not sexy. Hope you're enjoying that and so tea, people, Nate. <laughs> We're doing a show. We're trying to do so, a show. And so at times, you know, they're, they're not prioritized. They're not prioritized. But this has to be a priority this offseason. You, you, you went out and you got Dan Quinn. Cool. Totally fine with it. I understand it. I was totally for it. I thought Mike Nolan was, was, was horrible. Get it. You made the change. Now. So you got him cut. Go ahead on. <laughs> that's fine with me. It's time for him to go. But now what do you do? You can't, you, you can't keep this carousel of, hey, coach, come in here. And this is the dealt that you. This is the the, the, the cards that you've been dealt. You got to make the best hand. Now I'm not. We're not going to win this way. You you got to be able to say, all right, coach. You, you know, it's like when when a, when a new uh, college coach comes in and he says, here's what I need to to upgrade these facilities. Now don't hire me if you're going to handicap me and not give me the things that I need to win. You talking about because the guy in Jacksonville? I'm talking about coaches in general and, and all, you know, but schools always find money for, for those things. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, is that is Jerry, if you're going to hire Dan Quinn, then by all means, give him the resources that he needs, that he wants. Give him a chance. Yeah. Don't I keep shoving these, these players that's been on this roster for the last couple years down his throat. They ain't working. They ain't worked with the last off a defensive coordinator, and guess what? They ain't worked for the one before them. So, so, so there, there's a trend here. You need to get better players. You can keep. This, this is the third defensive coordinator in three years. Yeah. This is the third one. This is the yeah. third defense. Rod Marinelli, right? Right. 
You fired that that group. You hired Mike Nolan. You fired him after a year. Now you got Dan Quinn. This is the third guy now. You got three guys in here in three years. What has to change? Because you don't already change these guys three times. Yeah. How, you how gotta put players it, in there. How much of it was maybe influenced by the coaching staff over the last ten years? Because we know like Garrett. I think he wanted Zeke over Jalen Ramsey. We know Marinelli kept, you know, he didn't put an emphasis on defensive line. You know, Neal. I could work with him. You know, how much of that was influenced by the coaches, and, and so it may be more likely to change now because you have a different staff in there. Well, mo- well, most coaches, power coaches, and I'll say like, like the guy with New Orleans, the guy with the uh, Seahawks, guys like that, they were able to pick their general managers and when you're able to pick your general managers you can kind of they know what you like they know what you want they know how to go out and get the players that you're seeking so when you say hey i got your guy they just you know they look at the film whereas our coaches and i could be dead wrong but it seemed like our coaches get a chance to pick the guys i say let will mcclay pick the guys in the first, second, and third round. Hey, these are the three guys. These are the guys we're looking at. They had the right backgrounds. They're not injured. They don't have a lot of mental and physical problems. These are your three guys. Not some guy you don't spend the night in the hotel with and come back and say, yeah, I can work with this guy. That, 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 that ain't working for us. That has not worked in the last eight, seven, seven eight years. Nope. All right, fellas, tell you what. We're talking about money. We're talking about finding money. Let's talk about the guy that's that that needs to get paid. But let's put a hypothetical out there. What if they decide that Dak is not the guy long term? Let's just say hypothetically. How do they handle that? Do they franchise tag him for this year? Do they what do they what do they do and what are they doing? And then let's talk about take it a step further. You got four Pretty damn good quarterbacks that are left on the road to the Super Bowl. Where does Dak rank compared to these guys? Is he in that conversation? Is he is he getting close? Is he there? Let's talk about that. Let's talk. Let's make the next segment all about Dak Prescott. When we come back, Nate Newton, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniel, Shannon Gross, live. Conor McGregor coming at Conor you. Conor McGregor. Speaking of big fight Saturday, I cannot wait. I cannot well, wait. We're going to talk to you about that fight. Let's Conor. talk about that when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Just like all of you, we at SeatGeek can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Seeky. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. 
Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to hanging with the boys. Watching the game in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats is for amateurs. If you want to relax like a pro, upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John Lounge where it looks awesome, feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks and is machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spill. Shop loungewear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Shannon Gross here at the Star. Kurt Daniels somewhere in Arlington. Nate Newton somewhere in Florida. Jesse Holly somewhere in the DFW Metroplex area. You in uh, north or south Dallas today? I'm in the south. You in the dirty the south. The south. <laughs> south. The south. I guess you're at school then. Is that your south office? South Dallas. Is that your office? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yes, sir. Nice little shrine you have behind you. Okay. Let's talk about we're talking about money earlier. Let's talk about Dak Prescott before we get into this hypothetical question about if they don't think he's the long term guy because they've been telling us he's the guy for three years now and and they still haven't <laughs> yeah. they still haven't shown us that he's the guy. Um, we've heard it, we haven't seen it yet because he's he's year to year. Um, but you got four pretty damn good quarterbacks that are left in the playoffs right now. You've got. Jared Allen, which has you know been on the the, the up uh, for the last couple of years and really is having a great year. You got Patrick Mahomes. We all know what a freak he is. You got the old guys, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers left. So four really good quarterbacks left. You know in the playoffs, heading to the Super Bowl. Where does Dak, in your opinions, where does he fit into that conversation with those four guys? Is he? Is he there yet? Is he almost there? I think we probably all agree that he's he used to be considered middle of the pack. I think he's graduated from that and he's he's entering this conversation. I think he's probably B plus material. You got your A guys and then you got your your B level guys. I'm thinking he's probably seven, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there in, in the league. But what are your guys' thoughts on where he is? Let's just say if he would have had a full year based off of what we saw this year, where would you rank him? Hmm. Well, being the, the non-football player here, I, I would I rank him pretty high. I guess I'm being a homer. But, I mean, he's statistically he's right up there with them all. I think his leadership is coming along. He doesn't have the experience of those guys. He hasn't, obviously, in the playoffs, he has nowhere near that kind of experience. So I wouldn't say he's maybe on their level yet, but I'd put him up there with Allen, obviously, uh, Buffalo's quarterback. Um, he's almost there. I would just, I, w- I don't know if I'd put him on that top tier, but maybe a close second tier. I think this is a guy the Cowboys have to build with. I'm just not sure what they're holding on because I would put him up there with, those, with some of the best in the game right now. Uh oh, Nate's rubbing his head. That's never. That's never. <laughs> that's Sorry, never Nate. Good. No, you know. You, no, 
I'm gonna say this right here, man. It's two guys that have shown tremendous, tremendous uh, growth. And, and Jesse, I'm asking you this. This was the least kid. The kid in Buffalo was what we call the least. He had the big arm, the big body. He was athletic. Are you sure you're gonna put Dak where he at, or is mm, this kid yeah. fake? Is this this kid yeah, is he's doing well. it? Yeah. He's, and and is and see now that you've seen for the first time and for and forever a kid like Wentz who just fell off the map. So I'm I'm saying to myself, I want to believe my eyes. I think Allen is a top quarterback, and Jesse, I'm asking you, what do you think? Um. I think Allen is ascending fast. And the thing that we can't fall victim to is recency bias, mm-hmm. right? And, but, and I get it. This league is a what have you done for me lately league. And Dak has missed this, you know, 90% of this season due to the, the ankle injury. And when you're out of the picture, people tend to forget about you. When you're not doing anything, people tend to overlook you. Now, I think there's a stratosphere of Aaron Rodgers... Patrick Mahomes, and I think they sit atop of the list, right? And and, yes. and yeah. that that's that's their realm. They're they're in a space where they're untouchable. Okay, and I, and I think there's a, that that next tier where you can start putting guys in there. You know, you put your Tom Brady's in there, and even though he's the goat, you know, he's regressed. He's not in that top echelon of 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 quarterbacks anymore. Um, I think you can throw a guy like Russell Wilson into that second tier uh, of quarterbacks. Now, you know, depending on how many you want to have in this tier, I think that Dak is teetering in that bottom second half tier to the very top of that third tier. And not being here this year, it, it, it hurt. You know, that, all we have to go off is what we have to go off of. And when you look and see what a guy like Josh Allen has done, you know, this year and how he's risen his game, and, and, and maybe I'm on the band. I'm, I'm on this wagon alone with the with the Carson Wentz situation, because the same way we speak about how Josh Allen has taken this this huge leap to stardom, I just don't see how a player who was an MV, literally up until the last week of the season or two weeks of the season was a MVP was literally saying he was going to win the MVP of the league. To now saying that he doesn't have it at all, like that's the part that I I I, I personally just can't buy. I, that, that's a huge drop off, and it wasn't like he was like he was ascending when he got. And I'm speaking of Carson Wentz when he got to that level. So, I, in the same breath, is is Josh Allen real? Like, is that a real ascension? And I think it is. I think what you're seeing with him is. Like I talked about for the defensive part of the Cowboys, Buffalo said, if we're going to make this kid better, we have to go get the necessary pieces to make him better. And one of the biggest offseason signings or trades or however you want to call it was going to get a kid like Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. to go to, to, to put him with a guy like Cole Beasley. And, and now you have a legit number one. You have a legit slot receiver. And now your quarterback isn't trying to do things that he isn't capable of doing because he doesn't have the weapons to do so. So I, I think Dak is in that lower part of the second tier, the very tippity top 
of that third tier of quarterbacks. That, and, and again, depending on how many we could we could put we could say we're going to put five in each tier. All right, then that moves him up some. We could say we're going to put three in each tier. All right, well that moves him down some. It all depends about how many quarterbacks we're going to put in each tier. But I do think Aaron Rodgers and 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 um, Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes that they sit on the throne uh, on top where no one else should be able to come into that conversation right now. And hence why these two are probably the 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 the, the last two finalists for the MVP of this season. Mm. And it's probably going to go to Aaron Rodgers, who most people a year or two ago were saying Aaron Rodgers was finished and he was done. Mm. And now you're saying that he's back to that old Aaron Rodgers, that 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 bad man, MVP Aaron Rodgers again. So uh, if you're asking me, I, I, again, I say, I say bottom top of the second tier, tippity-tippity-top of the third tier, depending on how many you put in those tiers. And you're putting no. – so, Jesse, you're no. saying – Patrick and Aaron Rodgers, that's tier one, just those two guys because they're so yeah. elite. Then you're so basically you could yeah. say, you could say, Dak is in the bottom of the the first tier if you're taking those two guys out. Bottom of the first tier, very top of the second tier in that in that conversation. Yeah, no. I mean, if if you're yes, no. yeah, well, well, if you're if you're talking about the you're talking about the Josh Allen's, I'm talking about the Russell Wilson's, uh, you know, uh, type quarterbacks they, of the world. Okay, okay. When I, when I look at a quarterback, and this is what is so hard for me to judge, because when I'm looking at a quarterback, and you have put the right pieces around this kid. Now you look, you get into the playoffs. If you put the right pieces around this kid, can he be that difference in winning that game? If your defense is playing tight and ain't giving up nothing, if your offensive line is blocking and doing right, you're going back and forth. Can you, as a quarterback, make that move? Well, even though we have put Tom Brady out of the first tier, we know. Tom Brady can make this move. We know Russell Wilson can make this move. This kid for Buffalo last week, they didn't run, they didn't, he didn't run a lot, and his running backs didn't run a lot. He threw the ball. He hmm. threw the ball. So we know he can make this move right now. Now, he's still a question mark, but we know I am waiting for this team, and maybe it'll never happen, to have a good defense. They have a nice offense. I want to see us in the playoffs because that is how you get totally judged in the playoffs and, and, and it is coming down to Dak versus whoever. Now, can I get this victory? That is how Lamar is losing favor. That is how Lamar is losing favor because they built this around you. They got, gave you a defense. You got a so-so offensive line, but you got nice running backs. Okay. Can you be that guy that takes you over the top? We haven't seen that from Dak. And that's why I said, that's why I asked you to talk about this kid from Buffalo, because you have seen this. And once you see it, then you can believe it. Well, we, we know that Tom Brady can carry a team. We've seen it. We've seen Aaron Rodgers carry a team. Both Mahomes and Allen have great players around them. Do you think if Dak Prescott was on those teams, he would be he would take those he would take the Chiefs and, and Buffalo to the championship games? If he had that kind of talent around him, Dak has to me, Dak has, has more talent, talent on his offense right now 
than Buffalo has. Just give him yes, some defense. Yes. yes. Give him he some has, defense. He has way more he has way more talent on his team overall yes. than Buffalo has. And, and not, even, not even close. Um, that's what I'm saying. You can even argue if if we start talking about man for man, we can argue that he has more talent than they have in Kansas City. Now he may not have more speed, but talented. I, 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 you I, you can't find a route runner. You can't find a route runner on Kansas City that runs better routes than Amari Cooper. You can't. You can't. You cannot find an overall better route running playmaking receiver on Kansas City than Amari Cooper. And so, mm-hmm. and, and and you and you you're making my point, Jesse. You you're making my point. So. Until this team build a real team around this kid and give him some type of defense or a smart enough defense and special teams that don't hurt him to let him say, okay, you know, we, don't, we have never questioned Drew Brees, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, even the young kid in KC. It's certain quarterbacks with a minute left. We ain't questioning them. Please, please, hey, take all the time off the clock. Oh, don't let this guy. Oh, oh, heck, oh, you, we gave Russell Wilson the ball. Oh my God. Oh, what, what have we done? Well, guess what? We ain't. I, I, I don't see people. You know, his rookie year after his rookie year, we felt this way. But the last few years, you haven't felt this way with a minute. And this is why I said. This is why I said. Take over. That's why I said bottom of tier two, very top yeah. of tier three. Yeah, 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 and I agree with that. I agree with that. But he the tier one and the tier two, there's some horses out there, man. Aaron Rodgers have went. When you give a, a great quarterback, a great coach, somehow, some way, they always get in the playoffs. Now you go and check all of these quarterbacks we have talked about, and I bet they have a better than sixty percent rate. Of getting in the playoffs. Because number one, their coaches have been nice. And number two, they have been nice. Aaron Rodgers have made receivers. You know, not this not this freak he got now. But, I, I, brother, this is unreal what Aaron Rodgers has done with virtually nothing. If Aaron Rodgers would have had these three receivers we got. Oh, come on, man. I, I saw that play. Come on now. I saw the play uh, that he ripped all of our hearts out at AT&T Stadium a few years back. I saw that again this week, and I forgot how great of a play and throw that was, like, off his back foot, across his body, to the sidelines where only his guy could – Rolling left. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. So, for everybody, <laughs> everybody that's still upset about the playoff game in Green Bay, when Dez – Caught it but didn't catch it. Calm down and, and just because Aaron Rodgers was going to march right back down that field and score again with no time left, no yeah. questions asked. So the Cowboys weren't going to win like that game. Four anymore. minutes left. Yeah, he had yeah. plenty of time on a bad leg. <laughs> on a bad leg, and he was going to kill him. And you act and you asked about and see. That's why you know when I when I when I speak on quarterbacks, man. <laughs> You have to understand the things that has has to happen for a quarterback. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Got smashed in the first game against New Orleans. Barely lost the second game against New Orleans. Went in their house. Their defense played well. And Tom Brady figured out a way 
to keep his guys into the game until the quarterback broke down for 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 the uh, Saints. That, that, that's special, man. You Aaron Rodgers, they went out and they went out and drafted a guy in the first round. You know his future replacement. How does Aaron Rodgers? Uh, answer, hey, you know what? I'm going to bring this playoff through Green Bay this year. That's how I'm going to answer. <laughs> so we, so I, I keep telling people, Tom Brady, like, you know what? I'm tired of you, Belichick. Grunt, retire. I'm going to get you out of retirement. We're going to work by the end of the year. <laughs> hey, Antonio Brown, keep acting the fool. I got you at the end of the year. You know, and, 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 and I'm going to bring this thing together. Yeah, I know the coach don't want you, but come on. Brother, when you go to talking, and that's for Dak, that's for Wentz, when you go to talking about quarterbacks, it's about three or four guys in this league that nobody's going to be able to touch if they have a great coach and they have themselves. I have a, I have a theory on Brady losing two and then winning the playoff game. If you are a good team, not if you're trash, but if you are, if you are a good team, above average team, you cannot beat a team in the – you can't be beaten three times in the NFL. I, I just don't think it's possible. I, you, you, <laughs> if you lose two in the regular season and you face that team in the playoffs, I'd love to see what that win percentage is because it happened to the Cowboys, what, I was a part of a team that did that. Yep. Yeah. 2000. I was a part of a team that did that. we thumped some folks like that. We beat did Philly we, like that. Three times? Yeah. We, we beat Philly. We played, that's right. 2009 or 10, we beat Philly twice yeah. in the regular season. Yeah. And then we either had to play we we played them I think in the, I think we played them in the first round or something yeah. crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And Nate, y'all beat yeah. people three. Well, back you know what? Weeks. Y'all just threw my theory out the window. So let's just go to break because y'all just Sorry. destroyed. That's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It hopefully it doesn't happen. I, don't, I want to go but research that. It's better to come from me than to come from someone on the, on the internet because you know they're not gonna let you live it down. They're gonna tell you no, 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 Shannon. And then, then they're yeah. gonna talk about how how you work for the organization and you didn't know that the Cowboys yeah. did that and you well, know I, you're a fake fan and they should fire you. No, it's your the, head is. Is it's, big, it's, but it doesn't stop, have a brain Jesse, inside stop, of it. Stop. That's, stop. No, that's, that's what they're going to say. I'm not saying. You've been hit one or two minutes, two minute times, Conor McGregor. You've been hit. No, I, it can, obviously it happens. I'm just saying I don't. I, I would like to see the research on how often it happens. What the percentage is. Maybe yeah. I'll go look that up. I, I know this right here, man. When you brought up that question, what about Dak? I'm going to tell you what's going to have to happen, man. Wait, wait. And I said it, and I'm going to say it every show. Hold on. Say it after the break because we'll talk. Because I want to talk about Dak a little bit more, and then we'll get into free agents. Who are you keeping and who are you letting go? Because we have a whole last segment to do this. I'm so keeping I'm, Jesse. Hold I'm that. keeping Conor McGregor. <laughs> I'm keeping Kurt Daniels. I'm keeping Chris Bean. That's right. my core group of guys. Okay, all right. We'll find out who Nate's letting go when we come back. The last segment of Hanging with the Boys. <laughs> I got a piece. Just like all of you, we at SeatGeek can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. 
Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Cowboys Nation, get the best deal of the season. 60% off all salute to service and crucial catch gear. You heard that right. 60% off these limited time collections, plus the Pro Shop has a huge selection of cold weather gear and more deals for every fan. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or go to shop.dallascowboys.com. Okay, making sure I read that right for the best savings on your (laughs) new gear today. All right, Nate, what were you going to say about that? Uh, this is what I believe. You know, I, I talked about it two years ago, and I believe this right here, that if you you can tell me that Dak's all day your quarterback, you can assure me that we, that Dak is not going anywhere. But the, but the true fact is, we have not signed him. We've franchised him one time. And I've not heard anything that makes me believe that we're ready to sign Dak. Mm. I think we're closer to franchising him again than we are signing him. And unless I hear something by our flagship station saying breaking news and horns blaring and people going up and down the highway 100 miles an hour saying finally we signed Dak, (laughs) I'm just waiting to see it happen. I I am waiting. I, I I am waiting. If you franchise him again, let's just go down this hypothetical road, and you franchise him again, you're all, you're basically all but saying this is your final year here. See you later. Bye bye. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how how close are, how close do, in following the history of these negotiations? How close? Do we really think he is coming off of a broke ankle? I mean, I want to hear all of y'all percentages, even Chris Beans. Hang on, we got breaking news. We just got an internal, or I guess the media just got sent a press release. The headline is, it's official. I know there's been some rumors out there. Dallas Cowboys add Joe Witt Jr. and Aiden, I I don't even know. We're going to have fun with this name. Aiden Dirty Dirty. to coaching staff and promote (laughs) Harold Nash Jr. Kurt, you may have a little bit more on that a little bit later on. I just wanted to break in. Nate, continue. Now, uh, uh, what, what are you speaking of? Speaking of Harold Nash Jr., Harold Nash Jr., who I know and met Harold when I was with the New England Patriots, so he comes he comes very highly uh, recommended. So that you know, I know what you know, position, rest in peace. Jess, what does he do? 
No, he's strength and conditioning. Strength, strength. strength coach. Okay, all right. Yeah. Now I understand y'all don't want to talk about this. This is ugly, and I understand we broke news and we want to go to all everybody else. <laughs> but Harold Nash Jr. ain't nobody compared to that. So what other percentages? Once again, like I say, everybody want to beat around the question. What hypothetical this and hypothetical that? What do you really feel that they're gonna do with that? Mm. That's a real something that has to happen here for the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. I don't know why they don't. I mean, if they keep saying he's the guy, like Jesse said earlier, if, if Jerry wants somebody, he's going to figure out a way to pay him. So I don't know what the holdup is. Other than, you know, we pointed out earlier that they're one of the lowest spenders on defense. They know they need to upgrade that side. And here they're getting ready to spend a bunch more on offense. So maybe that's in the back of their mind is they need to have a more balanced roster. I don't know. They, they put themselves in such a bad position. You know, what – what was it just two or three years ago they could have had him for like 25 million they didn't want to pay that now they're probably looking at at least 40 million um i don't know it's it's a it's such a bad situation they've got themselves into and i'm not sure how they get out of it other than just swallowing the pill and paying the man otherwise why i mean if you're not if you know you're not going to if you know you're going to have to franchise them and you know you're probably not going to get them back would you just cut bait now and look forward find somebody in the draft I don't know it's it's such a bad position they've got them The Cowboys in. have zero leverage Yeah negative in this zero situation. negative leverage <laughs> They have negative yeah. zero and, and and especially when you look at the contracts oh by the way speaking of Josh Allen the Cowboys might want to hurry up because yeah. they might be looking to re-up Josh Allen pretty soon. So yeah. if the Cowboys don't want the market to go up again, they may want to jump in front of Josh Allen before Buffalo pays him. But when you look at the last couple of contracts of you know those who have signed extensions and so on and so forth, all, all those guys have gotten four-year deals. All those guys have gotten four-year deals. And so if the Cowboys are stuck on this whole five-year deal thing, they're not going to win that battle. They mm-hmm. aren't. They aren't. And if their minds are, are still not made up, then they've done a, again, they've done a terrible job at setting themselves up for a future. Because if you are unsure, then you should have made the necessary st- or taken the necessary steps prior to, to getting a guy in here who can be the heir apparent to Dak Prescott. So if you're not sure, what you've done now is You've, you've set yourself back even more because if you think for one second you're going to be able to franchise Dak this season and have a chance at signing him next season, I have a beach house in Iowa that I would <laughs> love <laughs> to sell you. Would love to sell you because it ain't happening. That, 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 will be the, that will be the ultimate smack in the face and you can all but say your goodbyes to Dak Prescott once the season ends. And even if you're looking at, you know, hopefully trying to, you know, sign and trade or something like that, he's still got to sign. Like, he still has to sign a deal. So yeah. if there's a team that you're looking to trade him for, if he look at that and he said, I'm not going there, I'm not signing that, then you're in a stalemate. And that team will eventually have to go somewhere else because you're like, I'm, I'm, why would I sign out and send myself to some quarterback purgatory and some team that I got to wait to rebuild again? So the Cowboys have zero percentage uh, negotiation leverage, but I still think there's a 50-50 chance to answer your question, Nate, uh, a 50-50 chance they still get this deal done. 
The thing, the, the thing yeah. with me is I, Jerry, think Jerry and Steven, they're real. They're usually really straightforward. They keep telling us this is our guy. This is our guy. I have to believe that this is. They believe this is their guy, and there's got to be some behind the scenes maneuvering going on where they're trying to. They're trying to sell the brand to Dak, and they're trying to get a discount for these certain things, and, and Dak's saying, no, I'm good. I'm going to get paid somewhere, whether it's here or not, and he's held his ground, and he hasn't fallen in love with the star like a lot of players do and realize that you know you get in these endorsement deals by being here. That's the only thing I can figure out is they're, they're still trying to leverage that. Into- Again, the Cowboys – you lost that leverage battle right, because guess right. what? Dak has already made a hundred million dollars. Uh, right, he's already got this deal. Already, he's <laughs> already made it. Right, I, I'm I'm all, I'm already on Dannon. I'm already on Pepsi. I'm already on Tostitos. I'm already on the car Eight, dealerships. I'm, yeah. I'm already there. Sleep number, all so, of them. So, yeah. so saying that that leverage, that, you know, I, I got I got the net jet deal. Like whatever you want to talk about, is I got I got I got the hot sauce deal. So. You don't have that leverage anymore. You lost that leverage right. a long time ago yeah. when he signed his name to those other deals and it said, I've already made $100 million. Like, I literally have already made $100 million. Between my franchise, my little $4 million salary that you gave me in the first couple of years, and endorsements. What is going on? What is, what is happening in the Somebody's wrapping gifts. What's, what's happening? Nate, Nate who's wrapping <laughs> gifts over there in Florida? You, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Right. I know you were somebody right. else's house, but you got to be like, yeah, we're doing a show. Put down the construction equipment. I was hoping my best friend, like I said, she a little slow. A daughter came in. I thought Tracy would say, you know, he's doing a show. But, you know, I, I, you know, you try to visit people, man, that you love, but they're falling off the love I know what that is. Those are the movers. Those are the movers getting Dak ready to go. Oh. The Cowboys don't sign him soon. The movers have come to get right. Dak to get Dak stuff. Hey, hey fellas, uh, 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 you know, I, I just can't fathom us not having a quarterback going into next year and then promising the fans that we're really trying to win. That, mm-hmm. As a fan, you're like, okay. Even if you don't like that, he gives you that chance to win. And mm-hmm. we have him next year. But Nate, what is to not, what? What do you not like about him? Like that is the thing. Like, like what are we saying? Like what? Mm-hmm. I don't like, know. What, do, what I, don't I, you I, like I, about him? I, like he's 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 showing you time and time again. I'm just trying to figure out like what is the nitpicking point that you don't like about him? Like he had I, what? I he's not tall. Know. He's not tall enough. Just. Spending that much on one guy, I think that's the only reason, only thing. But you know so, that every other team, that's, every other team spends. You're gonna have to spend guy. that money on a quarterback. That's the nature yeah. of the business. You don't get a Bentley for Honda Accord prices. You just don't. Crit, you crit, don't get a right. Bentley. You 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 don't get you don't get any of those. You don't get a Bentley for for a Lexus price. It just doesn't happen. It's the Bentley, and that's why it's able to charge that much. It's the starting franchise quarterback in the National Football League. It is the Bentley of all positions. He's going to get Lamborghini that money. of all positions. He's getting that money whether and it's here or somewhere you, else. <laughs> that's the money he's getting. Do you I mean, think they would, they have, would they have any thought to, okay, instead of giving Dak $40 million, we're going to spend... Thirty million on our defense, and we're going to re-sign Andy Dalton, and, and that may get you to the playoffs. 
But you ain't gonna beat Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna you 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 you're not you're not you're not gonna beat players teams like that. It might get you to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, hell, we were close. To, we we were we were damn near there this year. Mm. We were literally almost there this year. <laughs> Didn't deserve to be. Even. No, Chris. <laughs> yeah, had, we were. Chris had a good point. He just <laughs> dropped this in our ear. You got Lamar Jackson coming up for contract negotiation, and you got Baker Mayfield. So, Lamar's might bump what Mahomes got up just a little bit. So you might you might want to get to work if you're going to really. That's what I'm saying. You got Lamar. You got Lamar. You got you got Baker, and you got Josh Allen. Yep. All right, mm-hmm. fellas. Let's let's move. Speaking of moving on, Nate's head hurts because Dak talk makes his head hurt. He's just like, make a decision and let's go. Let's quit talking about this. So let's go through a quick list of <laughs> free agents, unrestricted free agents. Tell me if you're stay or go. There's a lot of them. Stay or go. Tell me. Yeah, this might be for next show. Let's do go. that next show because I'm just going to run through the list yeah. and then we'll uh, go. We'll 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 decide okay. on them next week. You got defensive okay. tackle Eli Anku, which I don't know enough about him to be honest with you to say he? stay or go. Exactly, they brought him. They they added him real late. Some guy, his guys off of other teams, Shannon. No, this is uh, our team. <laughs> this is our guys. We added him late in the season. He was okay. picked up from Houston. Right. Cheeto, okay. Blake Bell, Noah Brown, Tyrone Crawford, Andy Dalton, Cam Irving, C.J. Goodwin, L.P. Sean Lee, Jordan Lewis, Joe Looney, Dak Prescott, Justin March, Jordan. Mills, Alden Smith, Joe Thomas, Xavier Woods, and then you've got restricted free agents, uh, Greg Sanat, Malik Turner, Cedric Wilson, Antoine Woods, and exclusive rights, Rondell Carter. So you have a pretty extensive laundry list of guys that you have to make some decisions on, and we will talk about that next time. Kurt, we've got time for one more quick topic we got about two minutes to talk about it what do you want to talk about let me let me just say one thing about that list after let me jesse, say one thing after about that jesse list. makes his point excluding dak prescott i'm okay if not one name comes back on that list <laughs> thank you. Ooh. Thank you. Uh, there, there isn't, there isn't well, one name on that list that I hear. Gospel, I'm with you. There isn't one name on that list that I hear, and I'm thanks like, for, gotta bring for him ruining back. the show yeah. for next week, Kurt. Now we got to come up with something <laughs> different. <laughs> sorry. I tell you what, I'm with sorry. the gospel on this one here, Kurt. I mean, uh, Shannon, I'm sorry. I'm with the gospel. Yeah. All right. Kurt, no, there's, again, there's a couple names I'm like, okay, if we get a good enough deal, sure. But yeah. there's not one name outside of Dak Prescott I'm like, Oh, no, no, no. Got to have him. Let's get pen to paper with this guy now. Yeah. Yeah, there's no must-haves other than, like you said, Prescott. And Shannon, I, I just understand think how all these great points you make, and, and they have not went along with you. What What, what is going on, man? I don't know. I never know. That was a great deal you talked about giving us the list. That we You cut me I don't off, know. I don't gave know. us the list, and, 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 and this dude just shot you know, us down. Well, you know what? Usually I do a really good job of holding this show together till about the last 10 minutes, and then all hell breaks loose. And This is no different. When we go to weekly, it's no different. So, I mean, I don't even care. Last five minutes of the show, like, my hair could catch on fire, and I wouldn't even notice because I'm, I'm so – I tuned y'all out. Hey, so we out. know now, Kurt, why he gives the show to you. We know now, Kurt, yeah, because I give up. I tune out. I shut down. <laughs> All right, Kurt. Now you got a minute. What do you want to talk about? Playoff games? Well, well, let me ask you this. It, it, we, we've seen we got some former Cowboys that got a chance to go to the Super Bowl here, like guys like Cole Beasley, Anthony Hitchens. 
when you guys, you know, Jesse and Damian and Wilson, Nate, don't you, you saw, don't you snub Damian Wilson? Yeah, Damian Wilson. Sorry, Damian. When you saw former teammates leave the team and go on to this kind of success, did it? Were you happy for him? Did it kind of piss you off a little bit? You know, what, what was the thoughts? That, was you mad at the team for letting them go? I mean, any any? Well, see, I was that, that guy, so going to the Super Bowl, so I don't know how they felt. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, 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 I mean, if, if like, uh, like Orlando Scandrick, let's use him for an example. Like, I don't like Orlando. I wouldn't spit on Orlando if his butt was on fire. So when he goes wow. to places like the Super Bowl, I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I don't cheer that on. We but made, if it's we, your guy, we, we if it's one it, of your dudes, we made it. Th- 59 minutes and 50 seconds before Jesse <laughs> talked about spitting on dudes' butts. Okay, go ahead, Jesse. <laughs> but, like, if it's your guy, you're happy. Like, you're, you're happy. You're happy. Like I was happy you're for happy. Everson Walls at the Giants. I was, ha- I was happy for Everson. Oh, yeah. yeah and especially yeah. if your guy goes somewhere else and he gets paid, Ooh, you're happy. Don't talk about it. Mm. You're happy. All right, fellas, let's end the show. <laughs> Kurt, you started off. What is your Super Bowl matchup? Unless it's LeRon Robinson. I'm, I wasn't happy about that. That was my $32 million, but that's, that's another whole. <laughs> whole, 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 whole. <laughs> let's get into that next show. I don't no, I'm playing. I, I was happy. Uh, 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 give me the Chiefs and the Packers in the Super Bowl. Same. Is that what, is that what you were going to ask? It? Yep. Chiefs, Packers. Chiefs, Packers, <laughs> Jesse, Nate. Hey, uh, they knocked my team out, the Saints. Uh, the, the GOAT knocked my guys out, but uh, I don't think the GOAT can get my guy. Uh, my, my guy, Aaron Rodgers. Y'all know how I feel about old Aaron. Oh, Aaron. Oh, no, let's go, Aaron. And the AFC, who cares? Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to make a bold <laughs> prediction. I think it's going to be the Packers, and I think because I don't know what's going on with Patrick Mahomes, and if he plays – I don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. I'm going to go with the upset. The Bills going to confuse him a little bit mm. on defense. It's probably not happening, but I'm going to call it anyway. So, fellas, it's been great. Nate, Jesse, Kurt, good seeing you guys. One day soon, hopefully, we can all be back in the studio together to do this thing in the same place. Good seeing you. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. And thanks to everyone that wasted an hour in two minutes with us today. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back Not here. Not wasted. You learned something today. We'll be back here next week, the same time, the same place. Breaking the news, Jesse thing. Homeboys, the strength coach. Yes. Breaking news, we now Jesse have an inside. We have an inside track to the team again this year. Thank you, Jesse Holly. All right, fellas, see you next week. Jesse, get somebody else You have been listening to Hanging with the Boys. <laughs> I got to go pee. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?